The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Friday the 25th of January. In your Squiz today, something a bit different this morning. We take you through some Aussie faces you may recognise. Anna Winter's comments whilst in Melbourne. An update on the Australian man detained in China. And Friday Lights. This is your Squiz today. With Australia Day tomorrow, Claire, we've taken the chance to give people a bit of information about the Aussie faces that are all around us. We're talking about those on our banknotes. Let's get through it, starting with the rarest and most valuable, the $100 note. On one side is the face of Dame Nellie Melba, an opera singer. She was a diva. She was a prima donna. She was a really big deal back in the day and right. like even made, a, well, there was a reference to her on Downton Abbey. That's how huge she is. Um, she had a nearly three octave range, but she had um, a really interesting start. She grew up with her family in Melbourne. Uh, her father bought a sugar mill up in Queensland. She moved up there and married a man. It was a pretty unfortunate marriage and she escaped that went back to Melbourne, started her singing career and then became like a huge international star. So that's her. And on the other side, we've got um, Sir John Monash, who was talked about quite a bit last year in relation to the electricity debate. That's because he was a civil engineer who pretty much got the electricity system up and running in Victoria. But his real claim to fame is that he was a war general in uh, World War One of great renown. Right. On the pineapple, we have Edith Cowan from Western Australia, who in 1921 became the first woman elected to an Australian parliament. And on the flip side, David Unipin from South Australia, an Indigenous inventor and author whose work contributed to the development of the helicopter. What about the $20 note, Mary Reby? Didn't know anything about her. I knew no, that there neither. was this woman on the note and occasionally you'd see a picture and she really looks like Granny Mae. Which doesn't match. No, she was badass. She was a convict. <laughs> she came to Australia um, in her early 20s. She married. She was widowed early. She raised seven kids uh, and also took on her husband's businesses and they were really trading things like coal and timber and skins and fur, which, of course, was a the thing there. Don't judge mm. her. Uh, and um, yeah. Anyway. She became Different really time. rich, really, really rich and put a lot of work into a charity. She was probably Australia's first, um, you know, from English settlement, um, massive businesswoman. Wow. And John Flynn's on the other side. He came up with the concept that we now know as the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Quite an amazing man. The Tendler note has Dame Mary Gilmore, another one I, I didn't know a lot about. Yeah, and she was a socialist. Um, I knew that she was attached to the union, you know, sort of movement and that she was really uh, a champion um, of what we would consider now the current labour movement. But uh, she worked very hard for the welfare of women, children in Indigenous Australia. She was quite ahead of her time uh, in that. But she also, I guess, um, had a thing with Henry Lawson. Mm. She didn't marry him. She said no to him. (laughs) Which is probably, and, and that's probably, a good segue to the flip side of the $10 note, which is Banjo Patterson. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really had admitting this. I didn't know that he penned Waltzing Matilda. I think I just thought that that was just a folk song. Isn't that terrible? Oh. 
Man from Snowy River on you. I'm really surprised that you didn't. (laughs) Clancy of the Overflight. You know everything. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Totally know everything. I just, I don't know. I think I just had in my head that Waltzing Matilda was like just a folk song. But anyway, yeah, there you go. And I've put a link. Clancy of the Overflow is one of my, I'm not much into poetry, but it's it's a favourite of mine. So there's a link to all those in there. And the $5 note is for Queen Elizabeth. So, you know, she's not Aussie, but she's not Aussie. Give her a nod. And tonight, our Australian of the Year will be announced. A list of those running is also in the email. There'll be a fair bit of news about that today. Anyone you want to mention in particular? The bookies have Craig Challen and Richard Harris, the two guys who were involved in the Thai cave um, dive rescue um, as mm-hmm. the as the short favourites. So it'll be interesting to see whether they make a joint announcement of, of those as the winner. That's certainly something oh, that's course. being speculated about. Yeah, one from South Australia, one from Western Australia. Uh, moving on, US Vogue Editor-in-Chief Anna Winter spoke at an Australian Open event. She had a bit to say. She sure did. She was talking about female leadership. She is a tennis tragic. She uh, made her views then very clear about uh, Margaret Court, who was a very strong opponent of same-sex marriage. Uh, Of course, there's been some protest about Margaret Court's name on the stadium and Anna Wintour said that she would really think that that's not appropriate given intolerance has no place in tennis, is her quote. Yeah, she also weighed into the debate about uh, religious freedoms and schools. She wasn't backwards in coming forwards, was she? No, she was, she was very, very, very pointed. Yeah, it's finals weekend at the Aussie Open. Just quickly to give you your tennis talking points, Japan's Naomi Osaka will take on Petra Kvitova from the Czech Republic in the final tomorrow night. Fun fact, Claire, whoever wins that match will not only win the Open, they'll become world number one. Oh, there you go. And Rafael Nadal beat Sister Pass in straight sets last night to make the final. A band of Aussies, though, are also headed to the finals. Bit of a theme today, Aussies. Dylan Alcott will play in the wheelchair final. Sam Stozer in the women's doubles and John Pierce in the men's doubles. One thing that may cause games to be delayed today in Melbourne is the extreme heat. City's expected to hit 44 degrees, but the streets of Adelaide had the hottest day on record yesterday, Claire. 46.6 degrees oh. Celsius it got up to, and actually across Adelaide and, and other parts of South Australia, um, there were more than 20 records, heat records, that fell yesterday. And, uh, yeah, really, really hot. Did the power supply survive the wrath of the air conditioners and the fans? Yeah, look, it did, and there's actually been quite a bit in the last um, sort of 12 hours also from the energy regulator calling on both Victorians and South Australians just to watch their electricity consumption. Yeah, and all around the country it's going to be getting very, very warm. So um, have a look at the weather forecast and stay cool, everyone. Um, to World News, we spoke about the economic and political crisis in Venezuela yesterday. There's been some developments overnight as the US and Canada have weighed in. And uh, about seven South American nations as well, they've all backed the opposition leader there. Uh, Russia, though, has come out in strong support of uh, the current president. The US doesn't recognise as president anymore, Maduro. Uh, he's been a strong ally of Russia's in the in the region. This sort of seems to come down to, you know, old political blocks of a socialist government in Venezuela and, and Russia supporting them and uh, an opposition leader now who has more democratic ideals being supported by the US and, and other democratic nations. So, yeah, it's definitely heading towards something. And a couple more details have come to light on a Australian Yang Hengjun, who's been detained in China. 
So he'd been in New York studying and looks like the visas, the US visas of his wife and her daughter were expiring. So they went to China. Uh, A spokeswoman for the foreign ministry has confirmed that he is under arrest on issues of endangering China's national security, that he faces faces charges of criminal activity. Mm. He's believed to be under residential surveillance in Beijing. So that's different to house arrest and it's not quite prison, but it's still something. something pretty oppressive by the sounds of it. Just quickly, Friday Lights, the Fire Festival documentary is getting a lot of coverage this week. It's on Netflix and you've recommended it. Uh, Comments by Celebs is an Instagram account I've been following for a while, actually. Yeah, highly entertaining. And a lamb recipe. Lamb recipe, you know, got a fall for the old uh, Australian um, marketing (laughs) campaign for Australia Day. You're such a um, sucker. (laughs) I know, got to get if you're doing it for Australia Day though tomorrow you need to get onto it today and get the meat marinating so just park that with you noted subject line what have we got he just smiled and gave me a veggie oh. sandwich just seemed a too good an opportunity to miss yeah you don't get to use that one all the time <laughs> that's true and don't forget to head to the AustralianPodcastAwards.com to vote to vote for the squeeze in the popular vote category. Long weekend around the country this weekend, so we'll be back on Tuesday. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're also on LinkedIn. And if you like the Squeeze Today podcast or email, tell your mates about us this weekend, maybe. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll chat to you on Tuesday. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more, and get a great discount, visit nordvpn.com forward slash squiz today.